0: Gosh, you smoke, welcome. <laughs> <to> <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so, <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Yo, welcome to what is this podcast episode number fifty-four? Today, I am joined by the lady you can hear right now. I am joined by the wonderful Valerie Muzoni. Hey how are you doing hey,
1: what's up how H- you doing I'm, I'm
0: good i'm good i'm fantastic mm-hmm. how have you been
1: yeah, you know <clears throat> i've been it's been spicy so <laughs> i've been hot the, <laughs> oh, I didn't, th- sh- th-
0: sorry the, the last <laughs> <laughs> the last time we spoke yeah. was in july and you told me you couldn't do the interview in august because mm. you had a very busy august
1: yeah it was it was we had a we had a Video premiere, we had a media tour, mm-hmm. it was a lot. Performances,
0: yeah. Performances. I, I actually, the first time I saw you live was at um, <sighs> um, Banner Boy
1: hey, Thrift Social, yeah.
0: And I actually thought it was very amazing that you got to open for him,
1: yeah. Oh, one of the highlights of my career, yeah. How- I would say it <laughs> wasn't my best performance. Uh-huh. But it was still the highlight of it. I'd pr-
0: I'd agree with you. Uh,
1: Just.
0: <laughs> oh, I enjoy I enjoyed it because I knew the songs.
1: Yeah, but I mean, there was a lot of back stories that people don't know about. Oh, during that the... were out of my control, mm-hmm. and you know, of course, some poor planning. Yeah, but um, me, um, yeah, I, 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 that was a very big learning lesson for me. I can say so. It wasn't a total waste. Yeah. So Um. Yeah. I like I did what I could. Where
0: would you say you're more comfortable? Is it when recording or oh, while definitely performing? on
1: stage? Anyone that sees me on stage knows like they can just tell that I'm living my best life. Because mm-hmm. like I love performing. It's where I, it's like where I'm my best self. Yeah. And I just have fun and I'm just so comfortable on stage.
0: And um I so I, I go to Oktoberfest while you are performing brown sugar.
1: Uh-huh.
0: How was that set and the um, the whole festival in general?
1: It was so dope. Yeah. So, so, so dope, man. I looked good. We rehearsed to the band. The band, the, the band sounded great. The sound was good. Yeah. Um, There was choreography in there. Ah, It was so nice. And you can also go watch that on my IGTV, just saying. <laughs>
0: and, and actually, you are a YouTuber yeah it was and your, your youtube channel is still active It's still,
1: uh, yeah yeah it is active it, it <laughs> is, it's just not with my old content yeah. it's now just like trying to find a way to mesh like bts artist mm-hmm. stuff with you know my performances and like who i who i now am and yeah
0: what what inspired the 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 youtube the whole youtube uh, error. Yeah, the
1: error. Uh, error, yeah. So to speak. Because, <laughs> I mean, still there, but for me it was an error. But, I mean, anyway. So, um, I think I've always known I wanted to be an entertainer. And mm-hmm. I, I've i always wanted to do radio slash TV. That's why I'm doing journalism. But, so, I mean, I thought, what, what's the best way? YouTube. And I was, I was following so many people doing skits and all that. So, I was like, the best place to showcase my personality and just give me something to do is YouTube. So, yeah. You know, I just upload funny videos. I mean, they were funny to me, but I didn't have funny videos. <laughs> it's very cringy now that I watch back.
0: I, everything is cringy when you, when, you, when you look back at it. Mm-hmm. How, what would you say is your, right now is your biggest platform that you utilize the most?
1: Um, definitely, I'd have to say that I utilize the most. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a difference between my favorite platform.
0: Let's talk about your favorite platform.
1: My favorite platform is Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. What keeps me laughing and informed, and like it's lit. But I think my most utilized platform would either be apart from music distribution sites, yeah, it's just it ties Instagram and YouTube,
0: Instagram and but But Instagram then YouTube, yeah, yeah. Did your followers from your days of vlogging follow you to the music, or did you have to convert new?
1: No, I mean. It's funny because when I'd walk, like when I, like when some people sometimes still tell me, yo, I used to follow you from the days you were the Kenyan misfit. I'm like, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. And so I definitely have had some people follow me into my new career, but also just some new, always new fans.
0: In, in, in the sense of being the Kenyan misfit, you, you grew up, you, you grew, spent some time abroad.
1: Mm, well, I was born.
0: You yeah. were, so are you Ken, are you American or are you Kenyan?
1: Um, So I'm Kenyan American in the sense that, by all my documents, mm-hmm. I'm American because I was born there, so okay. passport, birth certificate, all that. But both my parents were Kenyan, so I was born there of from Kenyan parents. Okay. So, legally, I'm, I don't even have my Kenyan ID yet. I'm wow. still fine. I have to get that done. But um, How do you
0: maneuver the streets, especially at I never need it, night? man.
1: I never need it. Yeah, me tell you. I'm highly favored and blessed, my yeah, friend.
0: Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Has, have to be. Yeah. How is how's it growing up abroad and then coming back to the, your country of origin that you probably had never been to before?
1: Okay. So, before we moved back here, mm-hmm. of course, we'd, be, we'd come yeah. visiting... So I mean, it wasn't that new, I, and also I was young at that time when I moved here. I was, it was in two thousand and six, around like six. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it's you know I'm eighteen. Really? Yeah. I
0: thought I thought eighteen was your industry age.
1: <laughs> That's the age you tell <laughs> people you are. At, why would I, <laughs> Why would that be a thing? At, I tell people, you <laughs> know, I used to be hey, oh. That's, a, that's another topic we'll to later. But when I was moving here, I was still young, so I was able to adapt easily.
0: Oh, learn the languages yeah, and, and yeah. things like that. Do you, have you learned still your vernacular?
1: I am um, like Kikuyu. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Mm-hmm. My grandma always tells me, and she tells everyone when we talk about this topic, it's like I knew more Kikuyu when I was in the States than when I came ah. here. When I came here, I started speaking Swahili and I just lost Kikuyu. But you see, in the States, my mom would have Kikuyu tapes in the car. Mm. Or she talked my nan my my um called okay, and you say aunties like Tatawamoy moyo Sasa so yeah. Nani. She was from Kenya. She mm-hmm. was Kikuyu. So I used to speak a lot more Kikuyu. Then when I came here, I just lost. I mean, I can still hear it and speak a bit, but not
0: So you it. are fluent and now it's just Imagine, just, which is
1: so weird. You'd think it's the other way around. Yeah,
0: I mean I mean, but it it happens when you yes. Yeah, but I, I I've heard that a lot about people who are abroad mm. and how you'll speak more of your mother tongue tongue there than when you when you come here and then who um you're a rapper and a singer Mm -hmm. your your rap alter ego is brown sugar how did you transition or how did you uh, manage to mash the the two the rap and the singing in in a in a way that allows you to still maintain your creativity
1: I think I'm still trying to find the balance of the two. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when I started rapping, I I started singing. I always thought I'd be a singer, Beyonce level. Like, that's who I <laughs> wanted to be. Yep. <laughs> then, you know, I always used to do spoken word. Then it just transitioned to rap. Mm-hmm. And so I noticed that people loved it when I rapped. Like, they were more intrigued when I rapped than when I sang. Mm-hmm. So I started to use that more. But then I realized my superpower is I can be a spoken word artist, I can be a singer, and I can be a... Rapper in the same project. That's what I've tried to do in both my projects, really. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's still I'm still trying to find a healthy balance. But I mean, it's there's no the creativity will always be there. You just find new ways to utilize it. Utilize it, yeah.
0: And um, what 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 goes into you writing a song? How do you come up with the concept of the song? Do do you write then the beat or the beat then you write?
1: Um. Most of the times I hear the beat
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then like I just play, like I just sing random. Uh, can I cast?
0: Yeah, you can. Oh, yeah, you are. Okay. Shit, <laughs> 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 yeah, Yeah, yeah. Shit,
1: <laughs> um, But like I just sing random shit and like I record it till I get like a melody or something. Mm-hmm. And so I once I record it, I listen back. I see if there's anything catchy. I don't, that's how I did spicy. That's how I did the whole of new um Pisces season, or the songs. Yeah. I just listened and once I got something, I just write a hook and from there I write a verse.
0: Does, has, has there been ever a time when the hook is there and the verse is not there or vice versa? All
1: the time, man. Like right now I'm facing the worst writer's block yeah. ever. I'm trying. Producers are sending me beats. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of them now think I'm just a snob because yeah. I'm like, yeah, listen. And it's like, I just can't. So anyway, I guess I'm I'm looking forward to going to Kilefi. It will ah. hopefully give me some... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before
0: before Pisces season, you mentioned on Twitter that you also had a write, writer's block.
1: Yeah. How, how? Hey, wait. How far goes my tweets? How? If <laughs> I have questions, <laughs> how are you digging? Where are these tweets? Where? What other tweets have you found? No, nothing. No.
0: <laughs> so, how did you overcome the writer's block then?
1: I don't even know.
0: Is it something? It's just
1: I think I think I'm waiting for something to happen. Yeah. And nothing's happening. (laughs) So let me
0: ask this: Do do writers rely on bad? I mean, creatives rely on bad moments to create, or is it you? Can you is can you always create no matter what the situation? Because I feel like Mm -hmm. for most people, when they are like Sam Smith gave us a sad album and it was dope, and Mm -hmm. then when he was happy, the album was like, "Eh." yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean.
1: Um, you see, for me, it's funny because even me right now, I have so much material I could write about in my life going on, mm-hmm. but I just can't seem to write it. So, um, it will come, it'll come when it'll come. Yeah, no pressure.
0: And, and how does brown sugar play on to you in your performances? Do, do you switch even on stage, do you switch mm-hmm. between Valerie and brown sugar? Or- you just oh. maintain one persona through. For the, the most whole.
1: part, it's just brown sugar, but there are some songs that need me to be like down to earth and like really channel my human, mm-hmm. really human, vulnerable side. So that's why I guess sometimes Valerie you know, is there. But like Yeah. <laughs> mostly brown sugar. She's the confident, like just yeah.
0: Yeah. In in her. in the Pisces season, mm. it, it was first out on MOOC. Mm-hmm. What informed that decision in terms of distribution and how it is nowadays of con- music consumption? How you're supposed to distribute music everywhere?
1: Um. Well, with Mooc, the reason why I also did that on on um, the wavy So mm-hmm. with Mooc, um, you see these streaming sites, Apple all those things, yeah. they tend the better, you, like, it's, streamings is, they come the money trickles back in cents, like, mm. it's very, yeah, slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and me, I was like, okay, if I'm putting money into this EP, I want some money back. Okay. So I knew when, if I did with, with MOOC, that would be a direct, easy way to see how, because you see the MOOC, it has a database. Yeah. I can see how many have sold, who has sold. So, um I chose that, so that I can make some returns, then after, a few... Like, after two, three weeks, I had it on all the platforms.
0: And even on the, all the platforms, Amelie, Amelie wasn't there.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I would assume that's some clearance and things... Not the, really. Mm-hmm. No,
1: well, okay, for the... I mean, not really. I could have still posted it, but then... It was... It, I even deleted it off my SoundCloud okay. because the way the way it was done was not the way I ended up liking it. Mm-hmm. So it's not even on there anymore. <laughs> but um, it was just a decision. where, Because for me, Amelia was just like, it was more of just a song that I want to be performing live. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Plus, uh, yeah, like I could have posted it, but like the streaming is already so little. There's no need for it to go to Lil Wayne and then go to Valerie Modoni. <laughs> in two cents. Yeah.
0: So there's no point. How often does that happen when you do a track, get home, it, mm-hmm. it's sent to you and then you decide that this is not what I envisioned from this track?
1: Um, I mean, not too... I mean, I mean, with every track, a lot of the times, you can never get a mix back and be like, ah, love it, yeah. love it, let's go. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's, for the, for most artists, your goal is going to have at least like two, three, back and forth sessions where you tell them, I wasn't feeling this. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, you know, because engineers have uh, their own ear, but you as an artist, you have an idea on how you want it to sound. Yeah. So, until they get that right. No.
0: Does does the um, that conflict between what the, art, the artist the, <laughs> the, the vision <laughs> of the artist <laughs> <laughs> the vision of the artist and the vision of the engineer when they clash and mm. you we've seen that create problems over and over again mm. with pro- albums being held back How, yeah. does that ever hinder the release of music or the creation process at all?
1: Personally me no because it's clear that okay it's gonna sound so bad, but I mean it sounds bad, but like i i I'm, I'm like it's clear that i'm the b- i'm the boss
2: mm.
1: unless it's a it's a, a joint project, like how you can have like unless you you know as in for the most part like it's usually clear that I have a direction i have some i have a vision and I know what I wanna do. You, I'm employing you to help me achieve this goal. Yeah. So most of the creative control is mine. Mm-hmm. So from the jump, me I'm very, you know, direct about that. So I don't know about other artists, but, you know, I can listen to what you have to say and listen to your input. And of course, if, if it makes sense and if it makes you the track better in ways I didn't expect, I'll, I'll be like, oh, cool, let's do it. But, <laughs> you know.
0: Have you thought about um signing to a label?
1: Not in the near future.
0: Has anybody approached you? no really
1: mhm
0: at at all at all at all at all wow and what do you, is it is that an important something important that you look at or is no. it just whatever
1: honestly no, i'm like I'm happy' i'm i want to be so i want to build my brand and my- and my career and my music in a you know a steady foundation, and you know have my shit on lock before I have someone come in and try to offer me money and mm-hmm. dangle money in front of my eyes. I'm like, we're going to make it all nice. So I'm going to try to do, do that as much as I can by myself first yeah. and see how far I can go. Because I'm telling you, there are so many, I have friends who are in label deals that they don't even like mm. and they are miserable. I'm like, this industry already is miserable enough. Yeah. I do not need another set of people telling me what to do, when or where, touching my money. I don't know who's doing
0: now, speaking of how shambolic the industry is. You <laughs> shambolic. <laughs> shambolic.
1: Wow, is that your own word? <laughs> shambolic. But no, it's an
0: English word. Really? Yeah, it is. I'll
1: Google that later. It
0: comes from shambles.
1: Wow, okay, it makes sense. Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs>
0: damn. <laughs> so, how chaotic, let's use that. Mm. How chaotic the industry is and you've said time and time again that you this is what you want to do for a living. This is mm-hmm. you want to be a career musician. Mm-hmm. Does, does that ever even the people involved in your life, your parents and the your guardians, does it ever get to a point where they are telling you, Maybe this is not the way to take and it does may it maybe doesn't make sense to follow music? No.
1: It's never been a thing. Mm-hmm. No one's ever told me. Well, at least not in my family. Yeah. Because my family, as I said, they've always known, I've always wanted to be an entertainer since I used to do, like, concerts in the family meetings yeah. in the, in front of oh, my okay. uncles and mm-hmm. aunties. So it's never been a question of this one. And now that they see me making money and they see me on TV and newspapers are like, okay, yeah. okay. But for what I will say is my mom has always prioritized my education first. And mm-hmm. so she's like, if you're not getting this, this GPA, like, she's, you, you see, it's like, you know, She's more hard on me when I'm not getting the right grades. Like, to her, it's like, okay, I'm, let, I'm supporting you. I'm letting you do all these things, go all these shows. But you have to maintain this GPA. So I'm like, okay, fair enough.
0: And how is that, maintaining your oh, studies? Oh, it's so hard, and- man.
1: Okay, so it's not so hard. But it's hard, bro.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow, it's hard. Like, <laughs> of this semester, I've just been like, yeah, just end already, mm-hmm. please. Yeah. Um. I'm trying. I'm, I'm, at this whole this whole year has been. I've borrowed Jay Kali, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, his line is like, "I'm just trying hard to maintain my balance for real." Mm-hmm. That's just been my mood for this year.
0: And the that balance that comes and the peace of mind or lack of, thereof of being an artist, especially when people are saying, "Oh, that song isn't as dope as you think it is," and people just. Gen- essentially just talking shit. Mm-hmm. Does that ever phase you or does does it make you feel like so
1: food and I got <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, hi Benny?
1: Oh my gosh. Wow. I don't deserve any okay. You're gonna cut this out, but Benny, your hair has grown. I didn't it wasn't like this the last time I saw you. Oh, how long has it been? Okay, we'll continue talking later. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've Yeah. What was
0: I asking? Oh, yeah. The peace of mind that comes to you as a musician. Mm-hmm. How, is it something that you constantly check for what people are saying about you and protecting your piece, even? Is it something that um, bo- bothers you? Well, no. Yes
1: and no. Because, mm-hmm. okay. So, yes. Be, no, okay. So Let me start with <laughs> yes. Yes, because. Am I, so? does it get to me? Of course it gets to me sometimes because mm-hmm. like Beyonce once said, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit, mm-hmm. you know? Because my art is a depiction of what's in my heart, what's in my soul. And for me, it's like my sole priority and I put everything into it. So if someone once tells you, oh, she's just white. And me after working hard, of course I'm going to be like, damn, I'm yeah. just I. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a natural human thing. But also no, because I'm so confident in who I am as an artist and what I can do and what I have done and what I'm yet to do that I'm not even phased. I'm like, okay, you see that's the thing? I can take constructive criticism. Yeah. I enjoy it. You know, I did try to detach my feelings if it comes from the right place, mm-hmm. like, you know, in a right with the right heart, not just to bring someone down. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I know. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm really confident in what I do and who I am as a performer, an artist. and. I can only get better, you
0: know yeah, I'd only get better. does being in the new Nairobi scene mm. how is how explain that scene to to me, who's mm. just looking in from the outside mm. how 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 is the whole scene in terms of the music, the fashion, the films the just the general culture, and their hometown yeah, which is Nairobi and alchemist.
1: okay. Well, so basically, like um, I'm explaining New Nairobi in like a layman's. Yes. So New Nairobi is basically, um, it's basically just what is new, and what is from being bred in Nairobi, especially in the art scene. That's music, uh, um, art, visual art, uh, photography, film, all that. It's just basically the new culture of of young people that are taking influences from all over the world, and making it, and just bring it all under one roof. And you know, because a lot of people they say, oh, the problem with this new generation, they all sound like the Americans or they sound like who? They sound like who? Yeah. When they don't realize, like we are what we are influenced. Like we, you know, were influenced by a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I listen to Burna Boy and I listen to J. Cole. And for me as an artist, I'm like, yo, I wanna make a mix of both of those things. So, mm-hmm. you know, has just been young and not even, it doesn't even have to be young, just the this generation's musicians that are not uh, letting genres define them mm. and that are so willing to be dynamic and versatile and try new things and bring Kenya to the world.
0: Does a genre matter to you?
1: Not at all. It's the most... It's it's such a scam to me. Mm -hmm. People are like, oh, what's... what?" People ask me, what genre do you... I'm like, what genre do you do? And I'm like, bro, if you go listen to my catalog from the first... My first song was an R&B acoustic. My second song was a funk 90s get-down groove inspired by the get-down. My third song was a trap song and so on and so forth. Like, my EP is an R&B song, a hip-hop song, and an Afrobeat. So it's like, I'm like, just so i I think I kind of coined I don't think I, I obviously I didn't come up with it, but I mm-hmm. think when I think of me, I just think of new Africans like us because it's new yeah, and I'm African and I'm,
0: would you say that the the journey you just described and all the all the music you make is it part of you finding your sound, you defining yeah. the sound that you'll eventually be known for
1: yeah, but i don't I still don't think I'll have a one sound I'll be known for I'll just. Mm-hmm. I want, I think I I want to be known for like, just the feel, or rather just the fact that, you know, if you listen to my album, you know, it's, it's going to feel good. It's going to be, that's what I don't think I want to be known for. Well, I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe I'm shaping myself into one sound I'll eventually stay stable in. But yeah. for now, I'm young and I have no commitments. And so, you know me, I'm just going
0: to have the, fun with it. The, the curse of the, of, the, of the first hit.
1: Actually the cast of the first hits. Yes. That's a thing.
0: Yeah, when, when you when the first song hits and the sound that that first song is and then you I don't luckily for me, will... I
1: don't think. Because like my biggest songs, mm-hmm. or rather my most known songs, yeah. I'd say are a bit different. Like brown sugar is different from Spicy Season. Mm-hmm. Very different. Yeah, very different. Yeah, and you know, there's audiences for both. So nah, I don't think I have that cast and if I do I'd like to break it <laughs> immediately
0: <laughs> it's it's se when you get that past mainstream song okay. and then everything else after that is measured up to that yeah I can so, see how that could be yeah and does does I, f- I feel like one of the ways to prevent that pitfall is having a cult following where uh, <laughs> cult you have a hardcore fan base the yeah. people who will show up to your shows the yeah, people who will buy your sure. music the people who will you know the people who who are riding for you no matter what. Have you? How do you cultivate that in this day and age of the internet? And there is a lot of noise. basically. How do you cultivate a hardcore fan base that will always be there for you no matter what?
1: Um, how to do it?
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Well, you know, I know, another perfect person to answer this would be Tetu Shani because he's mm. very vocal about having your, you know, your diehard fans that will come to the show. At least ten people. Yeah. So well, I don't think I ha- I know the I know the exact how to, mm-hmm. but I just know that for me, um, I don't know, man. I just think I'm I'm blessed to have <laughs> like I do have like a good I'd say I have at least like twenty people that so su- have supported me since day one. Yeah. And I think I'm I'm always I don't know, man. I'm just blessed to have them and I love them and they love me Yeah. and I don't have the political, I mean, the proper answer for you. <laughs> but maybe in another interview, like five years from now, I'll have the answer. But for now, I'm just grateful that they're there. Uh,
0: how, how do you... um? Do you Food smells so good, man. I'm so
1: <laughs> trying to stay. <laughs>
0: you can I, have it as we as we talk. I, I, you, I don't know. I don't think you want that. Okay. Me,
1: I'll be in, invested <laughs> in other things. <laughs>
0: Does the do most of your fans, by your estimation, come from social media, or is it you being out and performing and converting concert goers into your fans? Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. I mean both. Like I have, as you see, the f- <laughs> I have fans that, as I said, have followed me from YouTube, and they actually tell me yo. And I also have fans who. Like you have told I me, mean, the first time I saw you was at this concert and yeah. I've had a few of those. So it's a good balance of both. And I'm grateful for both of them.
0: Actually, the first song I heard from you was um, the big, the trap song. No Chances. No, no, no. no the Brown Sugar. Brown Sugar. That was the first song I had, And it was <laughs> so interesting because I was like, damn, this girl is, actually has a lot of sauce attitude like the attitude and it, oh,
1: thanks it's something that <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's something that m- modern women possess i yeah, feel yeah. A- especially the musicians like yeah. i i look at femi one mm. and she's like that hood, yeah. you know attitude Confident. that are yeah, that hood, confidence who do you draw your inspiration from in the t- in terms of femce and female rappers um, if i would ask from in the country in like, the country mm-hmm.
1: uh i like I love Madhoni Drama Queen. I, yeah, yeah. I, love, I love Um, Silverstone has just come up. She's She looks very promising. She's going to be dope. Yeah, she does. Yeah, mm. <laughs> that looked unsure. No, because... That? <laughs> <laughs> it looked like... I was like, whoa.
0: No, because uh, Havas or Kali Kalikatel. Yeah. I, it
1: didn't do it for you? Nah. Really? Yeah.
0: I no, I, I think it's because it was recorded differently. If you, I, I think that's just one thing where, about
1: the recordings, but uh, (laughs) yeah, it just
0: sounded different from all the other verses and But it's good.
1: She she, stood out. Yeah, she stood out. She really stood out. And even on
0: the um yeah, on the Kingkaka song, who is the best female rapper in the country? Best female rapper in the
1: country. I don't
0: know. Would you say yourself?
1: I'd like to, but I, I am. I, you see this a thing you're talking to <laughs> if I was rapping I'd tell you Brown Sugar would tell you I'm the baddest
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I'm Valerie Mudoni, and Valerie Mudoni is very like I don't say I'm not self-conscious I'm not like but I'm very quote-unquote humble mm. and like I'm very reserved yeah. so I would like to say me but I know someone else and I understand that there's a whole thing of perspective so let me just say me I'm a fan of myself yeah so, but I know there are plenty of people that would, you know, argue that they are better rappers. And that's okay. To them, everyone seen Killam Tunaake. Yeah. All these top fifty lists, everyone has a different number one and everyone's gonna So that's I find it so ridiculous mm-hmm. to argue about our top fifty list.
0: But let me hear your top five then. Of rappers, period.
1: Period. Mm-hmm. Wow, 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 wow. Nicki Minaj is definitely in there.
0: Mm-hmm. In no particular order.
1: In no particular order. Mm-hmm.
3: Top five rappers. Yeah, J Cole. This mm-hmm.
0: is hard, damn. It's on the spot. I'm sorry for putting yeah, on the It's spot. So
1: hard. I wanna say Kanye.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And it, I'm not even for okay. Kanye is not even rappers. It's just more like artists. So yeah. let me take him off that. List.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So J Cole, Nicki Minaj. Why can't I think of? it right now? Ah mm. oh, yeah yeah. T-t-t- ask me the rest of the three before the end of the interview. I think I'll have come up with something.
0: Yeah okay. You mentioned Kanye West. Yeah. Did you listen to his new album? His...
1: Yeah, but I haven't listened to it nicely. I mm-hmm. just listened to it, not so good. Like from the speaker of the laptop, which is not good. Oh yeah yeah, that's never. Yeah, that's I can't even really consider it a listen. Yeah. My speaker's broken, so I don't uh, know when i <laughs> <laughs> How
0: how does how does an artist? Just like Kanye West manoeuvred through that every new phase, because he's had a phase yeah. at the turn of every album. Yeah, when for you sure. look at the eight albums, those are yeah. eight different Kanye West. Literally.
1: Mm-hmm. Literally. How do you reinvent
0: yourself? How, how do you think he does it? How does he
1: just evolves, and mm-hmm. he evolves so drastically yeah. that you're either with it or you're with it not. So like this whole argument, i have seen a lot of people saying, oh. Mm-hmm. He's taking, you know, he's he's trying to profit of Christianity. All these things, all just a ploy. Yeah. it's all just a scheme. But like, Kanye, I don't think Kanye has ever done something to make other people happy mm-hmm. or to please anyone else. Mm. And I feel like if you as an artist, you feel your spiritual awakening has happened, and if because as artists, we make a lot of us, we make music from our experiences, like I said. And if that's what he's experiencing and God and Jesus and the choir is consuming his life, then he will make an album about it. And I don't think it's fair for anyone to say, you have no right to make an album about that. You're being fake. Like It's him. At the end of the day, he'll tell, he'll need it to God. So you just, if you enjoy it well and good, if not, just don't bash it because... He may be sincere, none of us know none of us or know. you know his true intentions. Mm-hmm. So until then, give him the benefit of the doubt. We
0: we we before we started recording, we were speaking about separating the art.
1: Just kinda multitask here <laughs> and eat while we talk. <laughs> 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 this food will get cold. But don't worry, I got this.
0: Yeah, we spoke about separating the art from the artist. Right. And you said that's something that is is not entirely possible.
1: Yeah.
0: Why why is that?
1: Oh, separating art from the artist is hard because artists... Okay, sometimes sometimes artists just make music for commercial use to get money mm-hmm. and to make their label happy, which is okay. But sometimes, um, most times artists make music from their thoughts. That's why R. Kelly or, you know...
2: Yeah.
1: That's why Aliyah has AJ Nothing But A Number, because that's what she was doing. Mm-hmm. She was living like that anyway. So... <laughs> It's, it's very convenient to say you want to cha- um, separate, but I just don't think it's possible.
0: But you have Valerie and you have Brown Sugar. Those are two different people in different artistic spaces. Don't you think then it will be possible for somebody to look at Brown Sugar and say, I like Brown Sugar, but I, I really don't fuck with Valerie or something of the sort? That
1: is very true. Okay. How tired is Benny to have given me three spoons? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry. I have to just... Okay. Anyway, yeah. So, what was I saying? Um, separate... Okay, yeah. You see, that's the thing. When mm-hmm. you say it like that, it makes sense. And that's why I agree with you. I feel like it's just all in, I don't know, all in context.
0: Even the people who, it's to the broader sense of the people who are talking about Kanye West and, you
1: mm-hmm. know,
0: him as a person and mm-hmm. him and his spiritual life conflicting with the music. And people it, think it's fake. Yeah, and it's it may not way. be that. It may be, and it may be the music may be nice to you, but mm-hmm. you don't like him as a person. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that that is ever something that is conscious in an artist's mind, even for you, where you're thinking about how I live my life away from the limelight yeah. will affect how people perceive my music?
1: You know, it's funny. It's so unfortunate how oh. the life of an artist that's so why I feel bad for Kanye. A lot of times I can say that. Mm-hmm. Your mistakes, your wins, your hardest moments, they're all being projected. Yeah. Like a, like a, like a keeping up with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Everyone is knows what you're doing and everyone has an opinion on how you should have done it or why you should, you should have done it. Or So uh, the question was... <laughs> 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 I'm going I it, like to bring it back to my... Yeah, point. is it
0: is it something that you think about in how you move and how you maneuver in the streets?
1: I think I try not to, and I try not to let other people dictate why I'm doing things or why I'm not doing things. Mm-hmm. And but I think I have someone like in my like, like my mom to be a reminder. Like Valerie, as much as you're all independent and you don't care what people think, yeah, reality is like this, and you live in a world where it's not just you. Mm-hmm. And so, unfortunately, we have to, to some extent. But for the most part, me as long as Valerie lives, she'll always try to be herself and do what she wants to do because she wants to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Does does studying journalism in any way help your music career?
3: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, hmm. Something journalism. Yeah. And
1: concentrating PR.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So the reason why I did journalism wasn't really for music. It's because I really wanna when I, I you know so music is not a <clears throat> it's not a reliable its income. Yeah. So for me, I was like, I wanna have a radio show, or a TV show. So I was doing journalism. Mm-hmm. But of course, if I do radio or TV, it will definitely have music somewhere in the mix. So that's why I'm doing journalism. And now that I'm concentrating PR. PR is a great, it's a very important addition to any organizational or business. So yeah. for me, you know, it works because of my music.
0: That, to you, of I know Spicy Season is played on radio. Mm. Do, that, do you ever go into the studio thinking I am making a radio song?
3: Hmm.
1: I'm so sorry. This is what I was <laughs> trying to avoid. Let me put this down. Hold on. <laughs> it's so, I just, I need to just, Okay. Um I don't think I go into it saying I'm making but when I leave I can definitely tell like spicy season I knew.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, oh my god, we've made a hit, guys. This is <laughs> it. I just knew from the energy and the vibes yeah. and the song that it would just be a a a banger. Mm-hmm. Like so I don't think I go in with the intention of making a radio hit. At least not yet. But, you know, I'm grateful to have some. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the um, does now that you knew that was going to be a hit, do you feel like the pressure to release another one of those? Or is it just yeah, the evolution I, of an artist?
1: Definitely. Like, me, I want more radio hits. not even the pressure. But also there is the pressure of like, okay, what's next?
2: And I'm
1: like, guys, it's like... I don't know. You see, I'm not I'm not like the everyday, okay. As opposed to not as opposed. Um try to find the English words, but they've left. <laughs> but like uh, the typical artist gets to go to a studio every day, yeah. they make music all the time. Mm-hmm. But me, I'm not blessed with that luxury. Like I have to go to school every day. Right now I'm figuring out a new studio situation. Mm-hmm. So right now recording is on hold. Mm-hmm. But um <sighs> Oh, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> Sorry. But um Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think i I think I forgot what I asked.
1: Uh huh. It's, it's, it's not just me.
0: Yeah, but um does how what a day in the life of mm-hmm. Valer of Valerie Mudon. Mm-hmm. How uh, how is it on a school day and on a weekend when you don't have classes and such and such?
1: School day, I mean obviously I'm going to school. Mm-hmm. Come home, maybe watch an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, work out, shower, sleep. And on the days where I don't have, I mean, sometimes I really try to to stay home as much as I can. Yeah, because resting is late,
0: very, very, and yeah. uh, very important. Very important. Mm-hmm.
1: But, You know, of course, sometimes I'll either go for an event or be invited for lunch. I live a very basic life, mm-hmm. you know. Nothing
0: that interesting. Does that being uh, out or staying in does? Do you think it has any? Does it add anything to the to you as an artist and how you your artist life is? Um, that you're out a lot, or that you're indoors a lot.
1: Um, I mean, of course, I don't know. There's, there's 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 on one hand, it's good to go out and get new connections when you go to the clubs you meet new promoters new DJs new artists but then again there's that whole notion of you're not as an artist you're not supposed to be too available mm. you know you're mm-hmm. not supposed to be with the locals all the time yeah. like I've heard that from people so me I just think it's a good balance I go out maybe like twice a month like for night events yeah. like this, when I'm not if I'm not performing mm-hmm. like I just leisure by myself
0: how often do you perform on, on in like a span of for
1: five months okay, that's a big span. Mm-hmm. Say per month,
0: per month. How okay. often do you for every month? This year has
1: been my like busiest yet, mm-hmm. so I'd say maybe like two events or one. I mean, one to two events per month.
0: One, and does it, does has the rate card gone up? Oh, oh definitely.
1: <laughs> definitely. After spicy season. Yeah. One day I remember I was watching an interview before that. Mm-hmm. And Fena said the way she charges is that she charges what a music video would cost.
0: Oh wow. So
1: after spicy. Or free
0: season... like if the video cost I
1: mean, you see, I mean she's I don't think it's exactly, but she's like, I would charge how much it would charge it would it would it would cost me to make a music video. So I'm mm-hmm. like, say less. Mm-hmm. So I looked at spicy season and you can see the quality. You mm-hmm. can see I've invested in it. So yeah. I'm like, if I've invested in this shit, I might as well make it back. Mm-hmm. So now, yeah, definitely gone up.
0: Where does the most money for a musician in this day and age come from? Let me ask for you. Where um, does most of the money come from? Or is the, the, has I mean, there even money I mean, in the industry?
1: Yeah, I, mean, I mean, there is money mm-hmm. everywhere. It's just who is keeping it and who's... But I think, okay, so for me, this year is definitely my biggest revenue stream. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Um, <laughs> Where did
0: you get the cold from?
1: I don't know. I feel like it's an allergy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, out of my system now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For me, this year my biggest revenue stream has been performances. But typically, for an artist, um, it's everything. But honestly, like, yeah. um, it could be merch. Me, I'm starting to come. i I'm, I'm actually in the. Actually, yeah for the end of the year, there's going to be merch. Oh, okay. Coming. Mm-hmm. So you better, you, you better,
0: I'm, I'm going to get, you
1: better buy one. I'll I'm already, not giving it to I, you for free. You I better cupped,
0: buy it. I copped the album. So ah, okay, I'll, bet. I'll support.
1: Bet, bet. Um, so yeah, that's coming soon. But um so I like even, I know Benzema sells rolling papers. Mm-hmm. So merchandise or, you know, in now in this social media age, there's a lot of social marketing, influencing gigs. Yeah. So they use artists, to influence their products, which you know corporate bags are the are the biggest bags
0: and yeah and in in the in that sense, do you ever look to <laughs> do you ever look to endorsements as one of the ways in which the most money will come in
2: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> commercial break
0: commercial break Mm-hmm. And we are back.: Yes. now you're good.
1: Yes. I'm <laughs> full and I'm good. Okay, that's right.
0: So I was asking you mm-hmm. do do you are you looking forward to when the endorsements will be coming your way and that's the ba- have. really <laughs> okay. is, is, is there anything is it anything you can tell us? Uh,
1: well, I've worked with absolute
3: mm-hmm. I worked with companies like
1: Mizizi and they're the ones who have worked with um like uh, bamboo bamboo uh the Quay so Quay is 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 Quay is an alcohol company that that does bamboo and Belair mm-hmm. and Battle brewery. So those three well those two companies sponsored the music video. Well not all of it but yeah it's definitely so I mean <clears throat> Yeah, the the could come and I pray that more come through because endorsements are really, they said, it's a very dope bag, very know, they... very good, very hefty. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, I'm trying to put myself in a position where my brand can be favorable to such.
0: Does the that constructing that brand does it ever conflict with maybe other endorsements that you may have now that you're working with this said beverage company? -hmm. And said beverage company approaches you and I mean not yet. Not Mm -hmm.
1: yet. No. I haven't gotten any conflicts of such.
0: Does your social media use is it something that is looked at when you're walking into these meetings?
1: Yeah, for sure. Of course. Every company wants to know, okay, what's your following? What are you, what why are we choosing you? You have to give us numbers. Like they don't care about, oh I'm famous, oh I'm brown sugar. They want to know okay, even after you have to give them a report on mm-hmm. how many likes this photo got, how many reach. So it's all about numbers, man. It's it's a crazy game, but it's
0: true. What about the... What about what you are saying, what you are actually saying? We've seen... Mm-hmm. Sorry. Celebrities and artists who, quote-unquote, get cancelled. Mm-hmm. And uh, that because of things they said, mm-hmm. the most interesting one being Kevin Hart missing out on... Hosting the Oscars mm-hmm. because of things they said 10 years ago. That does does that is that something that the being in that corporate scene is that something they're actively looking at to fi- try <laughs> find make sure that they are correct.
1: You know, sadly, I don't even think so. I mean, I know a lot of people that say a lot of very problematic stuff, mm-hmm. and are still being approached. It's all about that's why you know a lot of the times um scandal is brings numbers because. It's talked about, for example, mm-hmm. Andy, not Andy, this guy Kibe, Andrew, that one. We call Kibe. him Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. Uh, whatever his mm-hmm. name, that one. Andrew. See, he's a very problematic guy. Yeah. But he still has endorsements. He got a job at Kiss TV. So I don't know some brands that care about their brand. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, it's like. You know, you're cancelled today, tomorrow you're back in the game. Yeah. And the fact that you're cancelled, you're scandal oh it's a dreamer the world is different It's crazy. What <laughs> what does
0: it mean to be, you know, not okay, not to be problematic, but does that ever have a real life effect as you're saying? Does it ever in essence affect somebody's business and things of that, of that nature?
1: being problematic
0: yeah or it it raves up the numbers in one way and the online outrage will obviously help your your whatever your cause is it will mm-hmm. help it because you'll get the attention that you want or need but does it have a real life implication in the sense that when you're walking on the street people are not don't want to deal with you as you can as you said people are still getting endorsements and still people are still in job even after all the wild mm-hmm. shit they said does it even does it even matter
1: Again, yeah, that's, that's a personal company. If you want to protect your brand. and Some people just, it's all about the company. It's all about the people, really. It's mm-hmm. all about, some people will turn a blind eye and be okay with hiring. Some people have integrity, not to. Yeah.
0: Does, does that that online world, does it ever get exhausting where you have to take a break?
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, man, people, it's a common thing you hear that people always post their wins and all the good things. about It's a highlight reel. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a highlight. So you don't get a sense of reality. So when you're constantly on it, your reality is distorted to believe that maybe you're less than or you're not doing enough. Mm-hmm. And even as an artist, like, especially as an artist, where our our, you know, as a doctor, mm-hmm. you know, you don't go on social media and see someone doing surgery better than another person. This mm. one has got more surgeries. Your your job is your job, but mm-hmm. for us, our job, it's like social media relevance is almost goes hand in hand with your job and like your, as an artist, like the more followers you have, the more you must be, you know, your are yeah. hot and your are and you're most likely to get booked more. I mean, so it can be a bit... Discouraging
0: sometimes. We are having a discussion on just this last week on saturating the the market and releasing music every week you have a new song out or even every day. That is that something how do you approach that in the sense where and even you mentioned being not being available. How do you approach that and still wanting to be seen and not wanting people to get tired of seeing you?
1: Man, yeah, it's a constant battle. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's 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 like, I mean, as an artist, it's not even smart to, like, that's why you have social media managers or managers, publicity you know, that to do that for you, to determine how often you need to be seen, why you need to be posting, or how often you need to be posting music. I know mm-hmm. it works for some people. Like, yeah. I know that Shani started the awesome challenge, mm-hmm. you know, if you know it, one song a month. Yeah. It's I saw that. Him, yeah, him and all, and it works in some ways, but mm-hmm. then again, sometimes just oversaturation.
0: Is it oversaturation because you're releasing a lot of music, or is it because people are not listening to their music?
1: Could be both.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it could go it could be because it could be toying a lot of music, and that's why people are like we just talked of about Chris Brown yeah. like putting out so many songs at once. Oh <laughs> 45 like, and bro, it was time for that. Yeah. Nobody.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, if you know, people have strategies. Maybe someone's strategy is so that you can be hearing their name every, and it works. Mm. So the
0: one artist I will look at is Ras. Ras. Yeah, he's not Kenyan. Oh, okay. Yeah. B- oh,
1: Russ. <laughs> like R-U-S-S. Yeah, Russ. I'm like, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> Russ. Russ. i Ras, like, like, what? Russ. It's Russ. It's Ra-
0: Russ. Okay,
1: Russ. Russ.
0: The American.
1: The American. Yeah,
0: he's done a song a week. And really? now he has a hit. The. Good
1: for him. Maybe
0: it worked. He it started, it you worked. It it has worked twice now. Okay. Because the first time it worked was the What They Want song. Mm,
1: it, don't
0: know it I, love, I like him i like i like i like his music he's a good rapper and he does he releases a song every week mm. every and he's he's a platinum caliber artist where i'
1: have, i've heard of him
0: yeah but
1: if it works for well, you see that thing if it's part of your strategy then do it but do,
0: do you do you have somebody who manages your strategy or who manages it? do you have a manager
1: no, mm-hmm. not really. But uh, what I will say is that I have a mentor. It's uh, so mm-hmm. MDQ, you know, mentors me. Okay. And so you know, when she's in the country, sometimes we'll have like a checkup session where we discuss strategy, what I've been doing, mm-hmm. is it working, what needs to be done, how can we get better, what's your plan, how do how should we get there, yeah, and all that. Mm-hmm. So no, no manager, but I definitely have a few people on my on my side
0: mm-hmm.
1: that are you know helping me do. Do all the things that I want to do to get me to a certain place.
0: Yeah, is yeah. it important to have a team?
1: Yeah, very important. You mm-hmm. can't do everything by yourself, and that's something I've learned the hard way. Mm-hmm. And it's not something I'm very proud of. Like I, right now, I'm currently doing most stuff by myself. It's 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 not as much as it's a flex because you know I'm you know
0: yeah you're killing it <laughs> yeah you're killing it you're killing it but yeah. it's
1: also not like smart because um, even like after the Wavy Soul that's one thing I learned. I was so burnt out mentally and physically and spiritually I just was depleted mm-hmm. I was doing everything myself so it's very important to have a team because mm-hmm. no man is an island
0: yeah, no man is an island you know? are you are you working on an album or anything of the sort what, what time can we soon. expect any album, new
1: album not anytime soon mm-hmm. <laughs> albums are Albums, and I don't even know if the market is ready for an album right now. Mm.
0: The Kenyan market? Or just Kenyan market. Why? Kenyan
1: market. I don't know. It's just, a, I mean, now it's getting better, but I don't know. I feel like sometimes albums get lost in the source. Like,
2: mm.
1: I've just seen it happen where someone can create such a good album, a solid one. Yeah. It has everything. It has a different, it has storylines but it goes so under and mm. But it's, you know, it's very, it's very known or listened to worldwide. So. Yeah.
0: But I feel like uh, for me, I usually think why artists n- need to put out albums is more so the body of work. And people, as, as some albums get lost in, mm. in the moment. Like, for example, I didn't know Elani had released an album. Yeah. I just, I just knew that. They people.
1: just released it. I'm
0: no, it actually, I was at the listening party. Mm. But then it was... I thought the album was coming out this week. Mm. But the album had been out for like two weeks. And nobody had... But that's
1: on them. They didn't market. I mean, I haven't been seeing. Yeah, I, I, I mean, just saw the listening party and I thought that was also it.
0: Yeah. I mean so when I get there and <laughs> then yesterday's when I'm checking, I'm you like see what I say lost
1: <laughs> in the sauce.
0: But I feel like because even then I'll still go back there and that's how you find songs blowing after two, three yeah, years. Yeah, that's true. Because because you have an album as opposed to you have You
1: have to a you have to create a timeless album. If you're creating an album to create a timeless album, you what, know what I mean?
0: What makes a timeless album?
1: Um, for me personally is mm-hmm. I like when an album can give me Everything in one, like it can give me something to dance to. Okay, it can give me. But I mean, that's that's depending, of course, on an artist. Some people just create sad music, and that's okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. But
1: like, I love it when, for example, let me use um, um, uh, uh. I like I like the reason why I'm saying okay. So Gold Link's album Diaspora. Okay, yeah. Really it good. had like chilled songs. Mm-hmm. It had twerkable songs. It had Afro. It had hip hop, and so that was solid because there's just there's something for everyone there. Yeah. So. Create a timeless. Al- I like albums that are ha- that are that are conceptual. Mm. So th- you know, when the person is making it, it's from something either from an event or from an experience or yeah. they're telling a story.
0: Good kid, you know, good, good kid you right. know, yeah. exactly
1: or like
0: late registration,
1: like, damn. It, yeah, or all
0: these. Keeping for clamor,
1: basically. <laughs> And, uh, and also I like when albums have transition like really dope mm. transitions and nice interludes. Okay. And the person who's like amazing with that is like Frank Ocean.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Yes, that's how I feel about Frank Ocean. Oh my goodness.
0: The Blonde 2017. Yes, Blonde. That's, uh, Blonde,
1: is, Blonde is my life.
0: Uh, is it a concept album? I don't even know what that is, but he really. That's
1: just, it's like, I feel like Blonde is like his soul.
0: In an album. We'll just say it is Magnum Opus, but it's just his second album. Or third, technically.
1: It's technically third. Uh, Yeah. But oh my gosh, that's the best album he's ever made and Uh, it's just so beautiful. That's
0: for, I don't know, late nights or when, you know when shit is not going, when shit is not going right. Just cry. Just
1: (laughs) just cry. Bottle
0: of wine or whiskey.
1: Yeah, wine. (laughs)
0: Whiskey?
1: What are you doing listening to Frank Ocean with whiskey? Um, Are you trying to... (laughs) <laughs> Drunk, call your ex. Like, I mean, even if he wants to say, but no, whiskey is like too hard, it's too intense.
0: But that's now. That's when you, you know, when that the shit hits really well, mm. like Nikes, you know, yeah.
1: Bitches want Nikes. Anyway, yeah. That's right. We can job. find out
0: about Frank yeah. for for, Frank, for for another Frank hour. <laughs> Speaking of of the 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 Frank Ocean. Have have you heard the new song he he released? Future. Yeah. Yeah. How did you like it? Do you think we are getting any new I music? I think soon? I
1: feel new I feel Frank I feel Frank giving us a new album. Either this year or next year. But I think it's coming. Yeah. Soon.
0: What what okay, what music are you expecting then? Generally?
1: Um hmm. I don't know. You see, Frank, you can't... I don't know what to expect.
0: Mm-hmm. And what I mean, what artist do you expect new music from?
1: Mm.
0: Are you just waiting? Mm. Personally, I'm waiting for Rihanna.
1: Rihanna, of course. Is, was, everyone is waiting for Rihanna music. I that's... was
0: waiting for Galant for the longest and he released his album last week. So I'm so mm-hmm. happy for that.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, Fe, Fena. Fena is releasing another album.
1: Ah, phenomena she's releasing
0: an album, I think in November yeah, um who else i know, I got Kanye uh I don't know who uh, there's so much there's so many people who I would expect music from. I was actually hoping you 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 are going to do the Pisces season and do an album in by before the end of the year mm. like i I even say that on the podcast I was like Such I think predicted. she's. Yeah, I think she's working towards an album, and I was just sad yeah. to hear that you're you're not thinking about. Not, her.
1: yeah, not albums are very me. By the time I take albums seriously, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and as I said, I'm I'm not, I'm still in. I don't even have like a permanent recording situation right okay, now. Okay, yeah. So by the time, like right now, I'm more focused on the business aspect of like merch, um, trying to book gigs now. You know, in, do you do
0: all? Do you book your own gigs?
1: I mean, most times I'm called for a gig, oh, like okay. they call me. And ask me. <laughs> 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 but now, in terms of like, inter- I'm trying to go, you know, trying to perform while I'm working on on South Africa and a few other African or international gigs. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's why even my creative block is there, because right now I'm so into the business side and school side of things. Oh, okay. I don't even have the cre- the mind to be creative. Some people can can do that any day, like they can just pull up, write a song but I think me have to be in the zone. If yeah. I, if like,
0: But you see, that's why they say the manager is important.
1: Very. that's what I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. very important. Are you looking,
0: do you, do you, are you looking for a manager? Or is it just however it goes? Nah,
1: I think they'll find me or the universe will bring them into my life when I'm ready.
0: Mm-hmm. Like it's not something. I'm not know.
1: looking for one activity.
0: And now that, you're not in a, in a creative space, but you, you've got. <laughs> I know
1: it's like there's a solution, but I'm not good looking for the solution.
0: Yeah, I mean, but like that—that that would be a good place because the business is wearing you down. So if yeah. if you give the business to somebody else, but then it doesn't say
1: it's wearing me down. Mm-hmm. It's just
0: it's I mean, it's affecting. Your right creativity.
1: now, I'm in the phase of working on other things, mm-hmm. but I know when I put myself in a in a. Like I shut down. I say I'm doing this album. I'm doing this project.
2: Yeah,
1: I think that's the thing. Though. my mind is so project oriented. Like mm. I mostly write music when I'm planning for a project. Okay. So I need to me myself. I need to find ways. Like I told myself, I'd write a song every. Like my in the beginning of the year, one of my goals was to write a new song every month. I have not done so, mm-hmm. but I think it's a good exercise because writing your mind is a muscle you have to. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm working on that.
0: Does that do... When you're in that space, does it come easy or is it still something that you yeah, have when friends? I'm in the
1: zone, I'm in the fucking zone, mm-hmm. man. I write good stuff. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, this is hard. I don't know. But even like now, I mean, sometimes like on my notes, I'll get about... Oh, no, no, oh, that's fire. So I write it down. Yeah. But it's not for a song. It's just a fire bar. would
0: would so have a few... As a, young, as a young artist mm-hmm. and you're... I think it will be will would you will it be safe to say you are in the alternative scene of music?
1: I guess. It, yeah. <laughs> you panicking <laughs> because of what I'm doing.
0: It's because it's being hard.
1: Oh no, yeah. sorry. It's, um, so would they consider myself alternative?
0: In the in the alternative scene. The alternative scene being a, I old send you Nairobi and that yeah, whole I guess. scene.
1: I guess. But I think I, I have the I have I'm able to I can I can jump into alternative and I can jump into mainstream. Now that I spicy season, What's, has kind of given me that
0: yeah
1: idea? Not idea, but
0: the, the taste. The, yeah, mm-hmm. the taste
1: of like mainstream radio play. Mm-hmm. I mean, even before there was still a lot of radio play, but yeah, that, something for the masses. Would
0: you would will are we likely to hear Valerie on on again get on beat anytime soon?
1: Me, I've can. Me, I've been telling Chris. I want to do the remix to Bunda's but I'm still waiting I don't know (laughs) Um, I'll call call him I'll call him
0: does being a young artist does that ever something that being in with the trend do you ever think about I need to be in with what's No, it's never really. it's
1: never really I need to be in it it's just Mm -hmm. that as an artist as I've said you always will be influenced by not always but you can be influenced it's not a bad thing it's just if something's happening to you right now yeah. you write about what's happening mm-hmm. so um yeah it's never a need it's just like you go with the flow and so it's
0: evolving gangeton what do you think about that whole scene and what it has essentially done for the industry
3: um
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's beautiful. I really love. I mean, we just have a conversation about the content, and now it's being looked at more critically. Mm-hmm. In but this, in I would this, say yeah, sensitive, day sensitive energy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But I love what G- Gengeton has done for Kenya, mm-hmm. Kenyan music industry. Because <laughs> sorry, my bad. <laughs> just a signal that happened.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm saying. Because no one's ever been, not no one's ever been, but was so patriotic. Now, mm. did you see there are a bunch of Kenyans in Yege-Nyege Yeah and they scream Wamalambes mm-hmm. to find other Kenyans. Yeah, like that's a phenomenal <laughs> thing, you know. And it's given us such pride. And now, because it reached a point where in the club, you know, before it used to just you know is Davido with mm, Kine, mm-hmm. same um West African artists. Yeah, but now we have all these. You're hearing epic in the club, you hearing sailors, you're hearing so it's a shift and it's so good.
0: Mm. Does does do you th- okay, what, did play KE affect Kenyan attitudes, the the fans' attitudes toward music? It, the Kenyan mm. music essentially. Yeah,
1: mm. sorta. Kinda. Mm. Yeah, it it's such a conversation. A conversation is always good to have. Mm. That means it's on people's minds and at least people are thinking about it. And I can definitely say after that, I don't know if it's because of the hashtag. I don't really. Yeah. I can't. I don't know, but I know um, it's definitely become better for Kenyan music.
0: The, how does how do you how does Valerie pick who to collaborate with?
1: We vibe, man. We vibe. We vibe. Like I love Chris Kiger. We vibe. Like, he's awesome. So, like, it's just. If I see, for me, it's like you have to really be serious about your music, mm-hmm. and you know, at least we have some sort of mindset that's on the same wavelength. Yeah. Um. We don't even have to do the same thing, but mm-hmm. just vibes.
0: You were supposed to finish off your top rappers list. You're remaining with God. three. <laughs> but let me let me ask you about Kenyan rappers. Okay. Who 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 is it? Who does it for you? Top five.
1: Chef Capella. Mm-hmm. Um, Steph is dope. Yeah, Baraka Swahili pop slash Swahili Papi. Mm-hmm. It's part of Bahati Booking.
2: Okay, I don't think, think I'm I? familiar with him.
1: Whoa, he's like the he's like the mix of he's like the mix of the baby
2: mm.
3: and Travis Scott. Really?
1: And Aminé and those three. They're amazing. Go search Bahati bookings, change your life forever. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, colleague of Jones, of course, Batman, Mm -hmm. Timmy
3: Blanco, yeah, uh, Um, Valerie Mudoni. Oh, most definitely, yeah, put that in the mix. Um, I, um,
1: Mudoni drama queen slash. Even though they're not, you see, the thing is with them is that they don't just they've not just they've, they have no they're not just a rapper. Yeah. They and that's what I love about them so much. Mm-hmm. They're versatile. They sing, they rap, they do after they do. They, so they're very like when they decide to rap, they can rap.
0: Yeah. What is what is? Uh... Oh, an
1: octopizzo guy. How could I forget octo? Yeah. Octo.
0: But octopizzo hasn't. really, Okay, he did. The last song he released was Kanye. The song called Kanye. Huh. Not
1: too long ago, I actually watched. He tried the video in September, so it's only been like a month.
0: And he, I, I see what he was doing there.
1: You see now him, he's he's, he's just trying singles.
0: Yeah, he's there, but I think I feel like it's uh, he's another artist who's long overdue for an album to me. But
1: he just toured next year.
0: That was last year.
1: You see, that's the thing. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, but I mean, you but, guys want artists to put out albums every year?
0: No, no, no. It just it's by how you have treated us before. It's not about what I'm just expecting something new out of mm-hmm. the blue. An artist is always held, ac- you're held accountable to, by, to what you say, mm-hmm. you know? So that's why artists lose themselves in, because source. in the sauce, you, you, you say you're talking about wearing 30 chains, but you don't have the money to wear 30 chains. So <laughs> what do you do? You need to borrow the money because we're only accountable, you're only accountable to what you tell us. That's why... Octopizzo has released an album at le- for the past, I think, five six years. An album every year, or at least one and a half two years. So I'm thinking he's he's coming with another album. Yeah, I
1: think maybe he's maybe he's gearing. I'm sure t- I know 2020 is probably gonna to an album.
0: Yashinski too. He's
1: Yashinski just got married. He'll he... be worrying about <laughs> babies for the next year. <laughs>
0: I don't know, I don't, but he, he, said, he said that he's going to release an album. He
1: should. We don't have a Njashinsky album. I mean, you come that. on. That's yeah. what, what's what, exactly what I was telling you. Mm-hmm. No offense to If you ever listen to this, I love you, bro. But like, <laughs> you know, he's just... He, he's getting paid millions for performances. Yeah. For just singles. You mm. realize that? Yeah. It's crazy. I mean... This guy just sells <laughs> a single, like, maybe every three months. Uh-huh. And he can charge, like... And when was the last time we got a Njashinsky video that wasn't the lyric video,
0: Cabs? That was Malaika. The, yeah, that song.
1: Yeah. So Is see, it called
0: Malaika? I don't that's, know. That piano song, that slow piano <laughs> song.
1: <laughs> that's, 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 yeah, that one. That one. That's yeah. the last Njashinsky video we got. You see, I'm like, how are you doing this guy?
0: <laughs> he had, but he has the luxury to do it.
1: How? Why?
0: Because he's a superstar.
1: Why? He, what makes him one?
0: Because he went away. Exactly. And he, and, and he Is came Is it because back. he went nostalgia. to the States
1: and came back?
0: Nostalgia. I I would say it's nostalgia. I mean, I guess because, it's
1: because he was a he was a superstar before he left. Yeah. I don't well, I don't know much no, he, about his he, career, but he
0: probably he, he was in a popular rap group before he left. He, he yeah, was definitely stepping out with uh, a feature here and there. Mm, I, he, was I, not, he was a star of Kleptomaniacs. Yeah. So he goes away, he comes back. Yeah, And then he, he does the first nameless song, the That's Let It Go. Let It Go. He does, eh? It's just there. It's a nice song, but <laughs> it's not there yet. Then he does Now You Know, and now he's put niggas on notice. Yeah, now niggas like, have so to.
1: now you know.
0: Yeah, you now. Don't know now you know. now niggas have to pay attention. And but, from there, it just goes.
1: I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. He has a special Kajuju. That he's doing that I don't understand no, how he's doing. He's
0: just a superstar. I, I feel like he, I, yes. as, as I said, he enjoys that luxury of being a superstar. How yeah. many other Kenyan artists have that luxury of just re- releasing a single? Not
1: many, man. Him, he just and you know, the thing is, you he see, wouldn't even tell you tell know you it's we're scummy. just talking about, because we were talking about this Capella. Yeah. Him, he has the luxury. He does a song. He doesn't even have to do marketing, do nah, media to twer- promote just, guys, go listen. Nah. He just posts once and he can disappear and people will eat it up. Yeah. And when he when he goes to to perform, you, you I'm sure he doesn't take less than a meal, you know.
0: Yeah, Pepper was saying it's it's because of the quality of music. I don't I didn't agree with him there. Because yeah, it's not people like people have good people music. have
1: good quality, man.
0: If if it's about quality of music, I can open up the laptop and show you yeah. a hand, hundreds of Kenyan songs that are dope. But then it's just it's it's Nyashinsky. He's a superstar. I mean, you can you can deny that. So, for twenty nine nineteen, what's remaining in the year for you now?
1: Merch. hmm And, uh, performing at my first festival, Kilifi. Okay.
3: Alongside the uh, family, mm-hmm. who's, uh, some kids, some other international DJs
1: and musicians. It's yeah. going to be crazy. Um... I won't say anything else so I don't jinx myself, but mm-hmm. I do have... I think um, I've been thinking of doing the Legendary remix.
0: Mm, I like that song. Who
1: do you want on that legend? If you could.
0: If I could? I'd I'd like to see you with... I'd like to see you with Valerie. I mean, Mudoni. Mudoni drama queen. Or if you get Diana Codes on there, mm. it would be dope. Or one of the guys from... Wakadinali. Mm. mm Especially ska. Mm. Ska I, okay, let me tell you ska wangeshi Madonna, drama queen or diana Either yeah. of those will do it for me.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: That would be that would be an adope track. That's true. In psychology, they say there are only two emotions: love and fear.
3: Mm
0: every positive emotion comes from love, every negative emotion comes from fear. What would you, what What? Would, what would you say you
3: operate on? Both.
2: Mm.
1: Fear of not being successful, mm-hmm. like fear of not achieving my dream, fear of not being great, Yeah. fear of being poor, no one wants poor.
0: No I, nobody wants to be poor.
1: And love, love because I love this shit. Mm-hmm. I love, Love I've received from doing this music shit is crazy. I'd, it's not even. I know people rap. I rap about maybe haters in some of my bars, but like <laughs> I have some of the loveliest people on my team cheering me on.
0: Yeah,
1: unprovoked, like they don't need to, but they do. Mm-hmm. So both
0: both, <laughs> both love and fear. Both
1: love and fear.
0: This has been. It has been wonderful speaking to you.
1: Man, I'm glad I came.
0: I, I want. I, I would like to have you back on the show when the mm. whole. Cruise is around, yeah, so that we can chop it up for real, for real. Yes. What song would you like me to play as we end the podcast? As we end the mm-hmm.
1: end, you played "Spicy Season" in the beginning.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, you could play.
0: Um, Wait, I forgot to ask. Let me ask you before we go. What are you listening to
1: right now? Mm. Summer Walker. Oh. Summer Walker's new album. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, I think. Let me just check. <laughs> just check. I can I can open my recently played on 45 most played right now. Or you just want recently.
0: No, just, just so what are you what the song that you
1: just give you whatever. Yeah. Okay, so uh-huh.
3: just a minute. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's, why is it not here when you need it? Okay. I have been listening to... Hmm. What,
0: what's your <laughs> favorite album at the moment?
3: Over It by
1: Summer Walker, definitely. Okay. Yeah, so... um, Yeah, I've been listening to Gold Link, Summer Walker. Uh, who else? That's all. oh, and this is song by say by Se she, she put uh Nani and the remix. Tiana Taylor. Yeah, the mm-hmm. song is good. Mm-hmm. Mm, I like Fena's new song, Zing Zong. I'm excited for Fena's album, actually. Me too, me
0: too, me too, me too.
1: hmm
0: That's that's later. Wait, we're in November. That's later this month. Yeah, in a few God in a few damn. weeks. I'm, I'm looking it forward really to it. Yeah.
1: All right. I'll be ready when she's ready.
0: Who's your favorite? Would you have? Do you have any like favorite artists? Uh, who or is it usually a wave or are they consistent?
1: No, nah, I mean I have some people that will always be my faves, mm-hmm. but of course you know, like right now, right off the top of my head, I love Lake Kelly Forty Seven. Have you ever heard of her?
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've seen, I've seen her around on on the Spotify thing. Dope. Mm-hmm. there's
1: Banner Boy Banner Boy is seeming to be more permanent more yeah permanent mm-hmm. um, what
0: what what do you think of the African Giant album
1: it was good but I preferred outside better I don't know
0: yeah I kind of feel like outside was more concise
1: yeah and more
0: it had more of, I
1: wouldn't say authentic <laughs> but I don't know
0: but I, yeah he re, he re, he definitely reached for new a new market
1: yeah, in, you see, yeah, African in, Giant was it was built for a whole different other audience. Yeah, but it
0: was still dope. I it still dope. Like yeah, it. for
1: sure. I have, I have a few faves, but oh. like, you see, with Outside, I can listen to it from top, top to, bo- to bottom. Yeah, me. But with African Giant, not so much. Yeah. I just that have I feel a There are, like,
0: two songs which I don't like on African Giant, so okay. I can go through it. I can't remember the ones it. I don't like. But I think my favorite is Collateral Damage.
1: Yeah, I like Collateral Damage. I like Omo. Mm-hmm. I like... Uh, uh, on the low, on the, you see the thing is, or, the thing is, a lot of the you know we've had all the singles, Bona, Dangote,
0: on the low, on the low.
1: Have you heard this giant EP he did with some guy called um St- the GP Steel and Copper? Yeah, that EP was that was proper. fire. There's just four songs, but I was like, damn. Banner
0: Boy fire. has a catalogue.
1: This guy, that i sh- Boy
0: definitely I'm has.
1: for this guy. I know, ah, man, but that that was that crazy. was so
0: dope because that Banner Boy show. I actually expected that would be not be a lot of people. Mm. Because he he's one of those people who fall into that mm. shitty person and... She dope, culture. Uh, yeah, he, shitty person, do parties kind of thing.
1: But like, it's just Banner Boy. Banner Boy is Banner <laughs> Boy. He doesn't mean anyone harm. He just does him. He does say some things that are not politically correct all the time. Yeah. But he's also very straightforward. But
0: need to Anyway. So, as we end, now for real, for real. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> what do we play?
1: Um, you can play... Uh, From the K.E. I have a K.E. playlist. Yeah. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, my, my, my. It has to be there, though. What's it has that? It music. What's... I was going to tell you to play a, a Bahati, a Baraka Bahati booking. song. Let
0: me. Is he, is he on um, sh- Spotify?
1: Yeah, he should be. Let me...
0: Baraka Bookings?
1: Bahati, wait. Bahati Bookings?
0: Bahati.
1: Or just search for. The
3: only Bahati I can
0: see is. Bahati <laughs> Bukuku.
1: No. Uh, so, okay, so that's Swahili Papi. I don't know if they think think.
0: Mm-hmm. Swahili Papi.
3: Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let me just... Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the name of the song? Or um... any. What is it showing now? Bahati bookings. Oh yeah, yeah, here we go. Um play Let me see. Oh there's no songs. Yeah. Alcohol. This is so
0: pop. Yeah. That's okay. alcohol.
3: Yeah.
0: So, thank you Valerie for stopping by.
1: Thank you for having me. I
0: will see you soon. soon. Yeah, soon. soon. Please stop by whenever you have new music. I
1: shall. Buy my merch when it comes out. Yeah, we'll, very we'll, soon. we'll
0: buy, we'll, we'll be promote. affordable. Really? That's usually the challenge.
1: Now, okay, how about like, some What's planning, affordable? I'm starting with, this is an exclusive. Yeah. No one knows this. Okay feel very honoured. Thank you. So, <laughs> for the merch, the first collection, I'm just going to do capes and, oh. and pin badges. Mm-hmm. So, it's going to be two designs um, from inspired by two songs on the EP mm-hmm. and then one pin badge. So, the capes, I'm thinking, will be a 1,000 mm-hmm. and the pin badges will be 200. I don't think that's bad.
0: I don't think that's bad. Because, you
1: know, yeah, I got to think of my brand. You got to put mm-hmm. the extra cost <laughs> in there. Man, I got to make a profit, and that. Yeah. production. Mm-hmm. So I think a thousand rub is good for a nice design, stylish hat, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay.
0: So see you guys next week. This Bye. has been Valerie Mudonio You're not in this yes, podcast. Sir. This is Alcohol Swahili Papi featuring Andia.